I feel like if you can get past the holidays with your significant other, there's a chance that you know you might be in it for you, the long you're going, haul. You're going some places if you make it past. past you know, the holidays is an immense amount of pressure mm -hmm. on there. Welcome back to the number one podcast in the world. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And today we're back. The trio that you guys miss the most is. And listen, guys, the bells are jingling. The snow is falling. Not here in LA, it's of course. It's finally Christmas time. It's the holiday season. And guess what we're diving into today? Holiday dating and family and all the juicy stuff that comes with this time of the year are you cuffed or are you not you know yeah you know going right into it we're gonna go ahead and introduce dan dan welcome back to the podcast again thank you guys for having me again pleasure to be back <laughs> we can't always. get rid of him he's just here you know at this point we love having him at this point he's probably he's just like the, it's just he's another co-host at this point dan, exactly. dan gets staple, great staple. yeah, yeah <laughs> dan, dan's out here doing his his uh his due diligence his work he's down here uh basically guys the point of today's podcast is i want to come on here and i want to talk a little bit about yes it's the holiday season it's the time of year where you're close with your loved ones you're close with your family you're close with yourself sometimes if you're not the best looking guy out there but listen i was like wait a minute where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> i think that you know uh going into it dan you're canadian you don't really celebrate thanksgiving um but you've had your fair experiences of wild turkey wednesdays um yeah, great great time <laughs> great time uh moses is gonna experience uh, the same thing uh, she's going home in for... missouri we had wild turkey Wednesday. oh perfect yes yeah, so... it's a universal thing it's not just in north carolina why don't you just go ahead and uh just debrief the viewers on what a wild turkey wednesday is it's you go out the night before thanksgiving you may partake in some drinking of alcoholic beverages but you go out have fun with your hometown friends usually from high school or wherever you catch up and yeah the night before thanksgiving you guys are going to be watching this though after thanksgiving but i'm sure this wild turkey wednesday is going to be a time to remember yeah, hopefully you guys have some crazy stories you got to be doing something crazy for thanksgiving <laughs> yeah you know it's so funny like uh you know Daniel, we're, we're pretty like nonchalant people and uh probably just him and i uh, his sister as well. We were all just kind of just hanging out at a bar, just the three of us last year. We probably saw like four or five relationships end on this Wild Turkey Wednesday. Some people are absolutely crazy. Uh, you know, we kind of just sit back and kind of like watch and laugh a little bit. But it's the whole holiday season, though. I feel like if you can get past the holidays with your significant other, there's a chance that. You know, you might be in it for you, the long you're going, haul. You're going some places if you make it past. past you know, the holidays is an immense amount of pressure mm -hmm. on there. I would say first and foremost, like I would, I would say like dating somebody during the holidays is like a staple because it's like you're at the end of the year, you're on the home stretch. Like we got mm -hmm. gifting season, we got family time, we got uh, you got to introduce them to loved ones if it's something like you know remotely long term. Like if they, they matter, if they matter, if you start dating somebody in June, for example, if you already think that was an issue, by the time you get to the holidays, it's technically considered serious enough. You could probably you introduce think? them to different. It's like a six month stretch. Okay, but it's different if you date somebody in January and they're, they want to meet your parents in June. You're like, ah, it's not the time of year. It's mm. summertime. You know. Yeah. Or early, if you start dating early. around Halloween, then you're like, oh, is it too soon to meet the parents? Way too soon. Wait, I'm not dating yeah. you on Halloween, and then three, four weeks, four Thursdays later, you're meeting but my mom. See, one thing is that some girls do. 
is they get a little boo thing for the holidays and then dump them right after. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. They want some gifts. They actually they made a ne- movie about it. What's it called? There's like I don't remember the name of it, but it's like a. I don't even. I think it's on Netflix. This girl gets a fake boyfriend, you know, for the holidays and then dumps him right after. Just for the holidays? Yeah. For the streets. What's up? Yeah, for the streets. Like, the season where you're puffed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't relate. Y'all stay yeah. safe, though. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But it's kind of nice during, like, the holidays to have someone to just, like, you know, get hey, Stay away from, from all of my friends, Gab. You sound very corrupt. Like, hold it's on. not a bad but, thing. It's a normal I'm, thing. It's definitely noted. Boo. I'm like, is this why I'm getting a couple texts lately? Is <laughs> closer to the holidays? I'm like, Yeah, girls want gifts. They want to be, you know, like, surprised. They don't want to be lonely on New Year's. All right, let's dive into it a little bit. Let's dive into it. First question I have to ask. I'm going to go straight for Daniel on this one. Daniel, do you think that it is appropriate to date somebody during the holiday seasons? If so... How long do you need to be dating this person before, A, you even get them a gift, or B, you introduce them to your family? Yeah, um, definitely a tough question. I feel like it really depends on the situation you're in. If it's serious enough, um, it's a huge responsibility. Like, you're going... This is where, like, the holidays, there's tons of different events going on. You have to go meet their families a bunch of times, their cousins, their uncles, their aunts, everything. Um, And I feel like if you're going to go meet the family and everything, you have to be pretty serious about it. Um, Personally, for me, I haven't really ever made it to the holidays or if i did i feel like i didn't really oh, no. maybe do it properly or it just didn't work out. So i didn't make the cut <laughs> yeah like i don't know i just Something feel like went wrong exactly like the holidays it's it's definitely a big responsibility 100%. overall yeah. um but if you're in a serious relationship just you got to prepare for it you got to get the gifts early maybe even got to get gifts for her family there's definitely tons of different for factors that go into it yeah like let's say she has a a, a sister or a brother that you're close you with would get stuff for the family we got after how long of dating though definitely a, a while like a year or two yeah like Three. if it's something new i don't think you should be showing up to their family's house yeah, or no, that's eating weird. Christmas you ain't dinner. santa claus yeah no <laughs> i feel like it takes at least you have one christmas where you're not introduced you're you've just been heard of yeah but then maybe a christmas later or two years later like personally, I don't think for you me, should introduce. Yeah, like my family yeah. wouldn't want me just to show up with a date on Christmas. Like, yeah, that's you know, you can always bring someone, but they'd be like, "This is kind of a you know serious thing." Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. family time. I guess like that would like lead into like the next thing is this like at what point do you decide like okay, it's more appropriate for me to meet your family versus you meet mine? Yeah, usually it's always been at least for me. <laughs> Why you smirk with that? He goes, yeah, hold on. <laughs> they, they wanted me to like meet their family, and I feel like it's again, it's just like a huge step. Like for me, if I'm gonna meet someone's parents, I'm like, okay, I'm diving into this. Yeah, I don't really want to invest in someone else's family unless it's a very, very yeah. you know serious thing, or I think it's going somewhere. Oh, I hate See, it. This is my take on that. I think it's more like it doesn't matter if you meet the girl's family. Because let's be honest, the guy always meets the girl's family. But if the girl meets the guy's family, I think that's more important. I don't, I don't know. It's tough. That's You're going. Tough to, she's got like three brothers, her dad. They're giving you that talk on Christmas. Like, See, I think it's more normal. It's like, yeah, I'm going over to the house and you're meeting the dad. And like in my head, I'm like, yeah, I mean, buddy, me, like, I'm, I'm not planning on being here for very it's many Christmas, Christmas, Christmas dinner. And she's like, it's like, daddy, pass me the salt. And you go to go give her the salt. And the dad does too. See, and you make eye contact. It's like, I don't think you should bring. <laughs> Hold yeah, on. that's kind of awkward. Dad, can you pass me the salt? Yeah, here. Oh. <laughs> you accidentally touch hands. You're like, I got this one, buddy. <laughs> a little bro. See, yeah. I don't think bringing a significant other to the actual day of holiday, no. 
you don't do that unless you're freaking engaged or something. I yeah. would never bring anyone home for Christmas or like actual Thanksgiving day unless like I'm engaged to that person. Like that's weird. I'm gonna I'm, throw I'm gonna throw a left ball here. Like I just I me personally, like I don't like spending holidays with significant numbers at yeah. all. Like I don't even like remotely like spending like the season. Like I don't I, I don't believe in that. I think Thanksgiving's a little bit different. Friendsgiving, like I, mm -hmm. it's just a meal. Like, but Christmas, like like New Year's stuff like this, I think is like such a, um, it's like a hallmarky thing. Like I don't want to be the one stuck there. Yeah. I'm not a PDA guy, and I don't want to be stuck giving this girl her New Year's first kiss of the year. And in my head, I'm like, buddy, I'm only one foot into this. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. You know what I mean? You're gonna be single in by by February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know exactly. I, mean? I think that's a it adds pressure to like a relationship. Like just don't spend the holidays with that person unless you're like engaged. Like I think it's weird if you're bringing someone in and it's like, "Oh yeah, you're going to meet my family." All this pressure. And, like next year he's not going <laughs> to like what if he's not around? Right. And you're like, "Oh, throw back to when you brought Stones at home and it becomes a family joke." I feel like, like there's I'm also sorry. so many determining factors you're with someone and it's like their family celebrates, you know, has their dinner on the yeah. 25th. And your family has dinner on the 25th. And it's like, which one are we going to? Exactly. Well, I need to go to hers for a couple hours and then go to mine. You know, you always need to kind of yeah. meet that requirement for your family. Yeah, it has a lot of travel and then they get upset when you don't want to stay longer. And like, what if like they don't like you don't like their food? Like, that's always something I what do. What if you it's... don't like their family? <laughs> it's not even that. Like, like, I feel like a lot of couples, they probably don't like their, their significant other's family. That's fine. But like, for me, first impressions are everything. Like, a lot of people, like, I'm not the biggest, like, pork eater. Like some families like have like the ham and they have this. They want special recipe. Like I took you to try exactly. Like I took you home for Thanksgiving last year, and my mom was like trying to force feed you everything yeah. I was on the I had, table. I like three plates. She's like, Daniel, you better be eating. All right, all right. And it's just like in my head, I'm like, yeah, you don't want to be rude, but at the same time, you're like, that's so much like to just be consuming. Yeah. You don't really want to be. It's a lot of energy just to keep a, s a smile on your face too. Like social battery. Yeah, social battery. That's what I was looking for. Like being around someone else's family during it those is important a lot, times. Yeah. yeah, and then it becomes like a thing because it's like obviously, as like we are all social media influencers to some extent. It's like now, does this to the point where now you this relationship's public? Because you know, obviously, if you wind up in the family Christmas photo like so that's gonna wander somewhere you yeah know? if you wind up on the snapshot for christmas like oh such and such is spending christmas together that's a that's a it's big thing crazy huge, huge thing how many engagements you know there's a statistic out there that uh oh, most engagements that engagements. happen on christmas and in divorce i want to say it's almost like 90 percent because most people are proposing as like the gift for Christmas. And I always think that those. Oh, I'd be pissed. Those Christmas engagements kind of like ruin it. Like, so oh, I mad. proposed on Christmas over some champagne and the snow was super oh, romantic. Oh, no. Make it a random day. Yeah, they got a gift Do something. So now you're telling me that every year you're going to have an anniversary and Christmas? Like you just. You just or like Valentine's Day engagements. I'm sorry. I think that's the cheesiest thing. That's a cop out. Like Val you're taking the easy it would way. Suck too. Like, this, this is Christmas. I want my own right. special day. Yeah. Like, come mm. on. Valentine's Day is the most bs holiday out there like outside of that but like going back to like the spending holidays okay so let's say you start meeting this girl you meet this girl say like july okay july that's when i found out you lied shout out drake um you hang out with in july uh you get to september okay like cool we're at the end of summer it's vibes we're at the beach it's still pretty nice out it's October. We're you're at looking Halloween at your parties. watch. You're like, hmm. Yeah, now we're October. Now we're like two months in this thing. You start like questioning, like, dang, like this is getting this is getting kind of tough. Like I haven't really talked to another girl in like eight weeks now. I've been been seeing the same girl. Gets to the holidays and they start talking about like, oh, 
what are you doing for Thanksgiving? And they hit you with the, I don't know, what are you doing? Like, clearly fishing bait, like, hey, you can invite me yeah. to come. Like, I know what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. And, like, you make it a point to say, like, we are not spending Thanksgiving together. And it's just like, now do you look like the bad guy because you don't want to take this girl into like a, a time of year that's supposed to be around your loved ones, your family, because you had like a couple good days at the beach with this girl over the summer? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, does that make I you the bad think, guy? Like, personally, I think to everybody else, it makes you a bad guy, but you got to be confident and comfortable with like exactly what you want. You know, at the end of the day, you can't really be too worried about someone else's feelings. I think you need to be transparent, but again, it leads into like pressure of the holidays. Like as you're getting closer to December, you better believe in her mind or someone's mind, you're leading there. You're like, hmm, I wonder if I'm gonna be having Christmas with with, with them. I wonder if I'm gonna do Halloween with them. And See, my know, thing is like Thanksgiving to me, that's not that big of a deal, but Christmas, that is. Because Thanksgiving in the United States, they don't have Thanksgiving everywhere else. It's on a different day in other yeah. countries. I ain't spending Christmas Thanksgiving with no significant other income. Yeah, I'm soon. watching football with my friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. Like I'm going to my family. I don't know. I think Christmas is a lot more pressure. No, I don't. I'm feeling pretty pressured because, like, I was texting my mom and I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting ready to come home for Christmas this year." She's like, "Go any special requests?" And she goes, "Okay, like, uh, you know, we'll get the room ready for you." And the very first question she asked me is like, "Are you coming by yourself or are you bringing somebody?" As if, like, implying like I should be bringing somebody home for the holidays. Okay. Immediately, immediately, like, no. I said, "The only person going on that airplane is Douglas." Like, <laughs> I don't like even want dog. him going. Really, <laughs> leads to those family conversations. You're like, yeah. Daniel, still, there's still nobody here. What's going on? Oh my God, there was like a point like in school when i was in university where like i just wanted one of those shirts like you and your grandma or your aunt ask you like how school like school's great still no girlfriend grades are fine sports yeah. is good uh i'm enjoying being like, you, you know the those, cards ready you're passing uh, yeah like here yeah, exactly. like i'm not answering the same, same question, question 10 times oh my gosh yeah i can't wait to go home and get grilled by my parents All right and then like here's the thing too is like what if you brought somebody home and they just like i had a situation one time where um wasn't even for a holiday specifically but you bring uh your significant over whoever you're talking to over for like just a meal i don't even think it was with my family i brought it with my friends and they get drunk and they just start saying things that absolutely embarrass you and just think about if that were to to go over into like a family dinner you're just sitting there like like oh remember when or like jaw drop like did you really just say that and like everybody just kind of like look because like they're not going to go for her because she's the guest Right, yeah, they're looking. They're gonna go for you. You brought this girl started. So embarrassed and that'd, that'd be, be so tough. embarrassing. Oh my god! And then like also at the same time too is like, what if you are like bouncing back between, like cause I think at like this point in our lives, like the idea of being committed to exactly one specific person, you're like, I'm gonna spend the rest of my waking moments with this person. Is like in your 20s, like I feel like everybody listening right now should be like, you should have an idea. Like you could have an idea. I don't think that in your head you'd be like, okay, I'm 20, 21, 22. I'm stuck with this person for the rest of my life. Like, this is who I need to do these Christmas traditions. I need to start now. It's like, what if you have two different people in mind and you're like, well, if I take this one to Thanksgiving and I take this one to Christmas, does the Christmas one mean more, even though I took this one first because she meant more? I want to hurt my family. Though. Why does that make you stupid, though? Well, okay. I think it's you should keep your options open mm-hmm. when you're young. Like, I think it's not the smartest thing to just, like, end up with your high school sweetheart because you don't know who you are then. I think you need to experience your life and everything. But if you're getting to the point where you're, like, serious with someone, like, later on in life and you still can't, like, commit or whatever, 
Like, in a, if you're choosing between two girls do, during two holidays, you shouldn't even be bringing either of them home or anything, you know? Mm. Like, come on. Yeah, it's tough. I feel like it's always good to have your options open. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and they always say, like, you know when you know, right? So exactly. you could have both those options. And then, you know, maybe like Chase said, you bring one to one and bring one to the other. And you realize, you know what? I actually like the other one way better. You, yeah, you learn something, I don't know. So. I think you should just not ever bring anyone home. Okay, besides, okay, okay. Outside of like moving off of like bringing them home, okay, I think it's a mutual consensus that you don't bring them home unless it's super serious. But like, how about all of the other hallmarky things that you do during the holidays? I'm talking like you're ice skating, you're taking yeah. the 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 seven dwarf snow sledding, like whatever. Christmas market, Christmas or, yeah. market. You're taking Santa photos. Like, what? What's your take on? Are you doing that with your significant other? Are you kind of just letting them do that with their families and just saying like this? We're just like. I think it depends on how serious you are. Like, if you're going on multiple dates with like different people, like you're on Tinder, you're on Hinge, or like you're just trying to date around. Dating apps got to go, huh, Dan? Yeah, do something clarify, different I with everyone. I don't have dating apps. Okay, bro, they got to go, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. <laughs> like, Moses, delete them off your phone, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, let me just delete all of them. <laughs> anyway, but no, like I think if you're dating around and stuff, yeah, do a different activity with a different girl. Like, but it has to be a different person for every single thing, and just see, test the waters. Like, that's not wrong. You're only young once, mm. but if you're like, <laughs> I seriously doubt that any heartbreak that you happen in your twenties is gonna severely affect you when you're no. like forty. Like you're not gonna give a flying. No, Dutchman. exactly. Like I think it's so important to figure out what you like because two, you need to figure out what your standards are, also because you're young at one point. Like say your first ever boyfriend, you look back on that and you're like, oh my God, how the heck did I let that happen? Like that was a normal. And then you look back and you're like, that's not normal. Is that how you felt? No, I'm not saying like, I'm just saying like as a whole, like in multiple relationships, you look back on them and you're like, well, I could have done this differently or that differently. I think it's so important to date around when you're young. You ain't catching me in no Santa photos with no other girl anytime soon, to be honest with yeah, you. I, it's just going to be you and Santa for a really yeah, long me and Santa, time. Me, Santa can see whatever Santa wants to see, but just know I'm going to be sitting on that lap alone, boss. You're going to be <laughs> sitting no. on Santa's lap, all six, five of you. What, what do you take on that, Dan? Are you, are you taking pictures with Santa? Yeah, no, I just, I, I, I agree with Moses. Like, I feel like it's a serious thing. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be going to no Christmas market with just like a random girl. Yeah. Um, if I like her, then, you know, that's effort to me. If I'm going mm-hmm. to a Christmas market and doing those kind of activities. Yeah. I feel like there's smaller things that you could do too. Like, I think that you could go walk through a neighborhood that has like Christmas decorations, lights. Yeah. You got like a cup of cocoa, get warm. You know what I mean? Like, that's a gingerbread fun- house. Exactly. Yeah. Like, fun you stuff. Know, like, uh, I mean, that's crazy. I am, me personally. But like, you know, it, it is doable where it's like, it's not really crossing the line. You can still do Christmassy. Uh, stuff mm-hmm. there are some some weird things that i've experienced like my first christmas with some people um hanging their stockings in my house <laughs> is absolutely crazy but uh you know um i you know people are people are different uh i think that to each thing it's a building block in a relationship and like just be, bear with me for a second when i say like if i lay a brick down i expect the other person to lay a brick down right it's like you build the house together what i don't like is when a person's laying two three bricks down and i'm putting one down mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. like okay like i agree to go walk look at lights and mm-hmm. drink some cocoa and have a good conversation 
I never agreed to we're doing that and building gingerbread houses. We're doing that and taking pictures with Santa. We're doing yeah. that. And the next thing, you know, what I have never personally liked is I don't like when people push me and force me to do things that I am not ready to do because two things are going to happen. One, I'm going to probably claw back and like say something mean that might hurt their feelings or two, they're going to get like an idea that I might not like them as much as I claim to like them, which is not the case at all. It's just like you're going 90 and I'm going 70. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. See, but that's why communication is important too. And I feel like during the holidays, like we were saying earlier, it's a lot of pressure. Like people can take things the wrong way. You have to not be scared to communicate. Like even me personally, I suck at communicating. Like I'll say that right now. Like I'm terrible. It's scary. But like that's something that you have to do, especially around the holidays. You don't want to get these false scenarios in your head or like have these expectations and then either one, you get hurt or two, it doesn't live up to like what you thought in your head or whatever. Like you have to be okay with communicating because if you're not, like things aren't going to go the way that you want or someone's going to get hurt or there's going to be these false realities or this or that. Like you have to be open to these things to experience especially during the holidays because so many things can be taken the wrong way like you might be thinking oh like we're just making cook like christmas cookies who cares but then the other person might be like but it's christmas cookies yeah, it means everything. like i don't know yeah, yeah, like so yeah. many things could be taken too heavily during the holidays so if you're if you guys are listening communicate with that person you're talking and there's to. also too is like people get offended like you know you got like yeah. exes that'll like like swipe up on your story if you making mm-hmm. like christmas cookies be like well you never did that with me and it's just like well i didn't want to do it with her either like yeah you said i was different i'm worse like you know what i mean like i i, I would say uh, like for me like um if you are to the point where you feel like you are ready to take that next step with that person then fine but i think that you guys have to go at the same pace because some people's idea of what is going fast is completely different because if you look at in the long-term goal dan <laughs> look at it like this but if you met somebody and like go back to like this like july you start dating and someone like you start there right and you're with this person even five years right five years you break up with this person 10 years goes by you think back you're like well what was that person five years compared to 10 you know what I mean? Like that means almost nothing, you know, mm-hmm. but to them, like five years, like you're in the mix of it. You're in the heat. Like means this is everything. a lot. Yeah. But one of the mistakes that I made personally is my ex-girlfriend dated for six years, 17, 23, went on to a tandle. Every year we took a Christmas photo with Santa from the first year we met her. So it was like, you know, Yikes. this year, this year, this year, this year. And we, every year we got an ornament, you know, and you put the picture in the ornament, you hang it on the tree. So you have like all these years together, like that you put on the tree, right? gets really awkward when now you break up, you get to that next Christmas, you open up the ornament box, and I have all these pictures of me and my ex-girlfriend, and I'm like, I forgot about these, because you just do it one time, yeah. mm-hmm. hang on the tree, forget about it, put the box away, it's gone for the year, you can bring it out at the end of the year. This is like, I did that when I was 19, because I was like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. my mom and my dad does, this is what my aunt and my this uncle does, this do. is what I'm supposed to do, but in my head, I hated it, I hated it, but I just thought, like, this is what you're supposed to do with this significant other, and then now, you date somebody else, and they open up this box, and they see that you did that with this person, so now they have, like, an expectation, expectation yeah. Yeah. that you're gonna do it with me, too, and it's like, I'm not ready for that, that was a mistake, mm-hmm. you know, and then they hit you with sob stories why me's like how could you say this but then do that and we've all been there you i'm yeah. sure you can agree to dan like we've all been there where 
you have somebody else that's like commenting on what it is that you're doing in your life with another person. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But then again, that goes back to like communication during the holidays. Yeah, people say communication. You can say communication to your blue in the face, but like I could tell you something. If I said like, hey, I really hate your hair today, I'm communicating, I hate <laughs> your hair today, but they're still going to be pretty, pretty pissed yeah, off that you said that. Like, you know yeah. Yeah. In yeah. my case, it was, it was more so I, I felt like so much pressure to go see my significant other's family. And I had so much stuff going on with my own family that, like, I just felt like I didn't really want to go do that. Mm -hmm. And I would say that, but obviously, you know, she took a lot of offense to it. And Mm -hmm. I can understand, but I just didn't view the holidays as, like, being so important. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what it comes down to. What do you think your standards, like, for both of you guys are for the holidays? Like, if you were to have, like, someone that you were interested in, what would be enough for a date but not taken too seriously if that makes sense you know like what would you want to do for fun but no like pressure or anything like that like nothing too serious but what would be fun we're talking about like you really like them yeah you like them but like you're it's not serious enough yet for like you know the meeting the family or whatever like what's your ideal fun little date i would say like um you know for the holiday season watch a christmas movie together it's fine Oh, Elf. Yeah. Elf is a great one. Elf's a great movie. We'll go the for Grinch. a walk. It's fine. Do workouts. Like, the month should be the exact same as any other month, but you spice mm-hmm. up with, like, here's, like, a little Christmassy thing. Get them a candy cane. Like, little things like that. Fine. It is drawing the line now when you're getting, like, okay, now we're two days before Christmas, like, the day before Christmas Eve, and, like, this person wants to, like, see, you're like, well, I'm busy, like, prepping to go see my family you know mm-hmm. it's christmas eve they want to hang on christmas eve to me i don't know about you guys but christmas eve is also a holiday in my family like, yeah christmas eve you're still with your family it's basically christmas one mm-hmm. and then you do christmas, christmas day part two part two yeah you know and so like i know like some couples out there are like oh i want to see my like if it's more serious but not serious to the point where they meet your family then yes you can go see them on christmas eve i think that's fine mm-hmm. but if it's something that you're still like I don't know how this is going to shake out. I don't know where I'm at right now. Like, I'm not really dating this person yet. And I think that um, you progress through the month. You do your normal stuff. You spice up with a Christmas movie. You go for your walk. But the closer it gets to Christmas, you start, like, you know, tapering it down a bit, in my yeah, opinion. That makes so. sense. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, like, Christmas market, movies, things like that. But mm-hmm. as we get closer, maybe separate the, the families, go through your own Christmas, and then maybe yeah. meet up, get them a little bit of a gift, and... That's no, it. exactly. Like do your own little Christmas, yeah. but separate. Okay, like ro- roving into like a gift. Like recently, I had a friend of mine. He um, was one of these girls' birthday. He spent like thirty grand on her uh, for his birthday. Shout out to him. But like in my head, does that set like a standard? Like now he has to match like this thirty grand for every yeah. gift that he gets. Like what is the levels of gift giving that you be that you progress? Like I feel like there's two sides to gift giving. There's monetary or sentimental. And I feel like it's really good to switch off between the two. Like you do something really thoughtful, like a photo album, and then maybe something different you do. You could do like a big, like a trip or something or get them something that they've been saving up for. I don't think you should go back to back with like, I'm going to get a bigger gift or something better or more expensive because then standards, like you were saying, yeah. like, and then it beca- not yeah, becomes like 30 grand. Money, I don't like, think he's getting her a book anytime soon. 
Yeah, yeah no. see, it makes it tough. I prefer like the sentimental thing. I think for Christmas, especially if you, mm-hmm. if you maybe just you're attentive, you listen, you know, you communicate, you see what they like, and just surprise them with something small that means so much to them. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately everything. You don't need to spend, you know, guys your money or anything going crazy on someone just to prove your love to them. If they really care about you, the gift's really not going to matter. It's actually the thought that counts. No, exactly. Like any day like even for guys who are watching this that don't know what to get their significant other monetary things like at the end of the day i could go by myself that if i wanted to i would rather have a letter that i couldn't write myself or like a photo or something like i would so much rather have something that a guy put some thought into than like something you could just you know yeah. order online so every guy chat gbt romantic christmas letter <laughs> No, we're Dan's not giving ChatGPT. Dan's giving free game right here. ChatGPT, get your romantic letter. Dan, Dear ChatGPT, yep. please write a romantic, caring Christmas letter. Yeah. She's like, he's so sweet. Like, like oh, wow, how did he come up with these words? Yeah, so Dan's, Dan's copy and pasting and sending it out. Yeah, so, anyways, I would say, uh, yeah, sentimental gifts more than anything are, are, are huge. I think that mm-hmm. uh, monetary-wise, depending on, like, like, I, I can't really say that because, like, let's put it like this way. It's like if you were really successful, you made a lot of money, but your significant other was in school, didn't have no money, and was really struggling for, like, I don't know, stuff that she needed for school. If you cared about this person, like, okay, well, now you're dating this person. Like, we've been together for, like, two years now. She needs a new, like, I don't know, a laptop for school. You're really rich. They have no money. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when I think, like, something monetary can become sentimental because yeah. like you are buying yeah. something for them yeah, to invest in themselves but you've been, the you've been listening you know they've been str- struggling exactly. in school their laptop just broke down you know what i mean so it's definitely that's when it crosses over into sentiment but at the same time but saying that i don't think that that other person should ever be like yo you're loaded you should buy me a laptop yeah this, no, i don't want no more no, no, photos no, no. i feel like that's the type of relationship too that you have with someone kind of shows with like what type of gifts you get them yeah all my friends better give me is like a nice i got apple has coming out with a headset this is not an ad no i'm just kidding all you guys pull your money together no, you sent playing. me that yeah. and you go christmas <laughs> gifts it. it's all my rich Watch friends trailers all my rich friends on. yeah Yep, I'm sending. I'm sending my list out to all my rich friends out there, man. You go. I'm already making my list for uh, you. I start making my list in, in in February. See, I'm. I love gift giving. Like that's my love language. I go above and beyond for Christmas. I love Christmas. Like I love making the homemade bows, making all the gifts match, making it like a fun way to open gifts. Like there's no way you're just gonna sit under the Christmas tree with me. Like if I have someone I care about. You're not just going to pick a gift and like open it. No, we're playing a game to figure out which like yeah. gifts you're you going to like open. a specific order. You're buying those gifts in like July. You're like prepping. the Yeah, like you're getting for gifts Christmas. for a month. That's just how I am. I like that. But then I'm not as into like receiving. Like I'd rather have something sentimental. Okay. And then what is your idea of what's like a bad gift versus a good gift? Like, I have a good bad gift. <laughs> what's a good bad gift? Well, this is one one of my exes got me. Um, a fish. <laughs> It's a cool gift. It's a great gift. But never had I ever wanted a fish. And it was something he was so obsessed with. He was like, one day I'm going to have an aquarium. And I'm like, that's cool for you. Do you think I wanted a $5 beta fish? Like, it's not about that. Monetary right there. Cut. Cut her. Cut her out. No, it was just about like, you're not paying attention to me. You got me something that you wanted for yourself. And so it was like, yeah, you're playing checkers. He's playing chess. Imagine you yeah. just start dating somebody and like you just get them a dog. A dog that you wanted? 
No, that you, they didn't no, you just want. give them a dog. Like they've never had a pet in their life. Like, hey, for Christmas, I got you this puppy. Like Surprise. you know, like back in the day, they used to like have like a cartoon and stuff. Like, hey, I got you this puppy for Christmas. It's like, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you just gave like me a box. whole a whole obligation, another yeah. bill, a commitment for the next like ten, 10 to fifteen years. years. Yeah, yeah. That's at least for me, I feel like no one could really give me a bad gift. You know, there better be something funny if I'm with someone. It yeah. better be something funny. Like I don't need anything expensive. It's just yeah, you know. See, I'll, I'll always be grateful too for yeah, anything. Exactly. Like. I freaking kept that fish for a year and a half. Did you do the fish? I gave it to my mom to put it in her classroom after a while. It was like two years later we broke up and I was like, this fish is going to be loved by some preschoolers now. So it didn't die. It might fish. be still alive. Remember when I was in school, we used to have like a class hamster and if you got good grades for the week, you, you take it the, home. Take the hamster home for a week. <laughs> One day Johnny won the hamster. <laughs> And Johnny never came back with the answer. <laughs> Johnny was at school Monday and he goes, Yeah, I have a snake at home and I was out playing with it. And he fed it right to the snake. No. The snake ate the no, no, no. What would your uh, ideal Christmas gift though be? I just I'm, I think it just depends. Like I'm not really like a, I don't really need anything. Like I'm not yeah. I'm like You so, just buy what you need. Yeah, like I like I don't know. I like I think of things like more thoughtful. Like mm-hmm. um Is there anything like you got from someone that you always remember or yeah, like I think like last Christmas, like uh I obviously I, I train every day, basically. Um something like I was burning through that is like basically in shreds now is it was my sauna suit and I thought it was like Moses for Christmas last year got me a sauna suit like another yeah. new one I never asked for it I didn't okay, need it nothing. Like but I, I opened it up <laughs> and I had a brand new pair of running shoes and a sauna suit which yeah. I think was a really really thoughtful gift because like two things it wasn't so much monetary because like I could have went and bought it myself but it was something yeah. sentimental that I would use every single day um and that person feels good because like everybody like even when you give somebody a gift it feels good to see them use the gift right and so like i think it's a mutually beneficial thing to get something that i would use to not only every day but to further my career my mm-hmm. boxing or my fighting career i would say something that would be totally disrespectful would be like if they got me like um with something like i would never use like a, a dvd set odds are i, <laughs> I ain't watching that dvd For a set. book i mean He's depending on the book right but... yeah, i ain't watching that dvd set yeah. you know what i mean i like, feel like you need to know your person to get a gift like it could be not make or break but like it kind of shows like how much you care and how much you know them based on like you know the gift that you're getting them like the things like the little things that you pay attention to that like other people wouldn't really pay attention to. Like now you're obsessed with hokas. Yeah, I got a bunch of. Hokas. I got you on hokas. Yeah, now I buy hokas for myself. Or like, no, it's his favorite thing. Like, like I, I, and I have like little like I'm an obsessive type of person when it comes to training. Um, Pokemon cards. Like the Pokemon cards was bad. Like I was buying Pokemon cards. I was getting cards. so mad at you. Yeah, I was there when I got the first one. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, they, the Charizard. Charizard. You know, uh, yeah. He's got everything now. Yeah. No, I had to sit him down, and I was like, Chase, I'm this is getting out of hand. You're dropping thousands. I'm an obsessive type of everything I do. Dollars obsessive with, on you know? Pokemon cards that you just put in these little little holders. But that goes back to what I'm saying is, it's like if you see an unhealthy like. Like that, you like I sat down. You're like, bro, you're dropping way too much money on these these cardboards. You just hang on the wall to look at. And you're yeah. like, okay, well, that's a very very good point. Even though I love my Pokemon cards, I have enough of them. But it's like now for Christmas, more. you get somebody another Pokemon card, and they're like, 
Yeah. I need more. Now you now I'm dropping thousands of dollars on a Pokemon card. You know, I would never I would never do something like that. At least those cards are always gonna go up in value too. So don't, Dan. Do not (laughs) start talking about Uh, the Pokemon card. There was a point in time where you'd send me a picture, you'd be like, Oh, look what I got in the mail today, or look at this. Oh, I got two in the mail today. I'm like, this is actually becoming an issue, Chase. That's what was funny because he actually got the Charizard we were in Vegas at like the famous uh pawn shop, right? Yeah, Yeah. pawn stars. And then sure enough, I don't see this guy for like a couple months or whatever. I come and see him. He has like about ten more that are like graded and everything. So I'm upset. I get upset. But like at the same time, at the same time it's like I think there's worse things that you could do out there. Think about if you got a friend who you don't really know what to get them, but you know that they like to party. I got you a bottle of vodka. And it's like, (laughs) now you're sitting at home drinking a whole bottle of vodka to yourself. And you're 5'2". And 120 pounds. Like what? Crazy. Did I just did I just enable something? Like what is going on here? Something's something's not Enabler. clicking. Yeah, um, you have to no. get like thoughtful things based on their personality. But like, there's like a lot of like it goes back to like when you date during the holidays. It's like like a lot of people don't know what to get the other person, so they usually go for like whatever is easiest. Like for example, like I know Dan very well. Anything sports I get in this guy yeah. will love. I could get this guy uh, a couple the cop tickets. out is sports. Right. I get get them their favorite sports team. Thing. Give me some pre workout. For a girl, the cop out is a Sephora gift card or like skincare. Yeah. Like if you look in their bathroom, you will find the perfect Christmas gift to get a girl. Go in her bathroom, see the skincare she uses, buy something from that ba- brand. You will Again. shock them. It'll be like, oh my goodness, how did you know? Really, you just opened the bathroom door I and you to do took that before for a girl. You don't want to be going to Sephora. On the well, holidays. no, you could order it online, online though too, and yeah. just like get one thing. Like skincare is expensive. Get them get like, a gift card. Yeah, or a gift card or something. Like it's not yeah. saying oh you, you need makeup. Yourself, the gift no, card, it's yeah. something thoughtful. Or like if you know they wear Lululemon or you know they wear like an athletic brand. If you girls rewear the same things over and over, just in different colors. Like I own the same pair of leggings in fifty different colors, probably. That's an easy gift. Give me some leggings or workout clothes. Workout clothes. That's a good one. Or if she really loves reading. Gas card if they're in school. A gas card. Oh my gosh. The best thing I ever got from my mom because she hates shopping for gifts for me was the airline credit. She got me like $100 for like American Airlines or something. I'm like, that's a great gift. Or Uber gift cards because I Uber eats a lot or taking Uber. I'm like, that's a great gift. Like, don't buy me something I'm not going to use. Exactly. And like these little things, because like people like there's some people out there that don't like giving money. Like I know my mom personally would never give me money for the holidays. It doesn't matter how old I am. This is got to get you a gift. She wants to give me a gift because she likes to like dictate like where it is that the money is going towards. Like that's fair. You know, like for me, like I actually hate like when like one of the things that made me really sad one year is like my mom, she doesn't make a whole lot of money until like for Christmas one year, she sent me like a handwritten card and she put like. 20 bucks or like something like that in there and that was really emotional to me i still have the card with the 20 bucks and i never even mm-hmm. spent the 20 duck because like to me it was never about the 20 bucks mm-hmm. but to her that was like a lot of money for her mm-hmm. because she doesn't make a lot of money and she saves up all year just to buy christmas presents for us and she exactly. and she put it in a card and she like paid to ship it just so i could have something and it's mm-hmm. like so funny because even in like my adult life something like that just it really it really hits home mm-hmm. for me because it's it's to me it's not the 20 bucks it's it's, mm-hmm. it's really really the thought that counts because it's like written letter like okay if i was a multimillionaire and i and i take you know you or you like on like this like we're flying emirates to the world cup you know and 
what is that to me if I make a, a billion dollars? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If I make a hundred dollars and I give you twenty dollars of that, yeah, it's like it means so much more. Like I did the same thing with my grandparents. <laughs> they wrote me a birthday card and it had ten dollars in it. That card with the ten dollars is still sitting on my nightstand because uh. it's thought. Like it's like someone who doesn't have a lot, like is still trying to do something to make you still feel special. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like I'm not an emotional guy unless it comes to sports, but like I, that's something that make, makes me tear up because it's like, like wow, like this is something that is a lot for me. That's, mm-hmm. if you make $100, you just gave me 20% of your income just mm-hmm. to, so I could, and then the card was like, you know, go take yourself to a movie, go take yourself to dinner, go buy yourself lunch. It's like, that's, it's so emotional and it means so much to me because it's like, she knows like i could do this by myself yeah she knows that she doesn't have to send me that but it's just like she did it because she wanted to feel like she did something for me as like a mm-hmm. as her as her kid you know what i mean and i'm sure like we've all we've all been there like all mm-hmm. dating aside and i think like it, it goes back into when you date somebody and they mean a lot to you and it's like mm-hmm. if you are even in the thought the remote thought of me considering bringing you around to my family during the holidays, my family who means everything to me because my love language is quality time. As everybody knows, if I hang out with you, it means I love you because like I'd stay at home if I could. <clears throat> um, I think that if you are in the thought that that says so much about what you mean to me, who you are, because my whole thing is my family. My whole thing is my time. And my whole thing is my love language, which is that quality time. So, to me, the biggest gift I could give somebody else during the holidays is like I'm here spending this season with you, whether um, it's the specific day or not. So. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And especially with your busy lifestyle, too, <clears throat> like making time means definitely a lot. But to transition some things into most. <laughs> Have you ever had like an ex do something absolutely crazy? You just transitioned my podcast. Sorry, <clears throat> I'm doing the transition. Sorry, here. I was just gonna ask. You, you don't get to transition my podcast. I'm just hey now, go ahead. You hey now. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll let Dan transition the next one. All right, you go ahead though. Hey. Go ahead, transition us. Well, craziest thing an ex or possibly someone you were ever talking to did because of the holidays. Like, uh, did you ever have an ex that was like? Oh Went yeah. Off. Oh yeah. I got I got one. <laughs> Go off. Go for it. Let's hear the story. Yeah, let's hear it. Uh oh. Is this gonna get you in trouble? <laughs> well, me being me, it wasn't necessarily on Christmas, but I broke up with my ex girlfriend on Valentine's Day of twenty twenty. We went on uh throughout the handle. Six year relationship sent her a text. Said uh not working out a little bit more deep in that but it wasn't working out Sent our text valentine's day uh next thing i know i, I get a video of uh, my passport being dropped in the shredder uh my birth certificate ripped up and her taking my dog in the car and then driving away which still to this day i've never seen my dog again um or the passport or my birth certificate but all of this because uh i might have been a little bit immature and i ended a six-year relationship over a text message but uh that was that was pretty crazy right there and then you know uh come to find out uh, how many years later is it now uh most recently the same ex-girlfriend went over to um my mom's house and had a whole um meal meal 
Actually, is, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. You were home with me when I found out about this as well, and I was like, so this person came over and just had a meal, and my mom didn't even want to tell me about it. She was just like, yeah, it was it was actually it was actually um, my little cousin who I consider my brother that was telling me that this had happened, and I was like, so she came over here and had a whole Sunday meal with my family three years postpartum our breakup, and I still have not seen my dog. <laughs> That's yeah, that wouldn't crazy. really fly with me. That's crazy. <laughs> he said, "Me personally, yeah, yeah. me personally, mm. I can't imagine that." Uh, what about you, Danny? Have any? Um, yeah, nothing too, nothing too bad. I can really say. Yeah. Um, but like you're pretty straightforward. With I am you. pretty straightforward, but again, I I do remember it being an issue that like I didn't take the holidays that serious. It wasn't mm -hmm. uh, about the gifts or anything. It was more so the family like not really wanting to go do that. Uh, I think I showed up late to like Christmas dinner because I was dealing with my own stuff with my family and she kind of took that as disrespect which oh you went to their Christmas dinner yeah yeah oh, I okay. did um this is when I was in somewhat of a serious relationship for yeah. sure um and she took it as disrespect or her family started asking her questions you know why doesn't he ever want to come over mm. and it wasn't that it was just like I'd rather you come to my house instead all yeah. right I got my well, own family yeah yeah I had, I had so much respect for her and her family but Again, she took it the other way, and I guess her family kind of took offense to that, which I can understand. As I'm getting older, I realize how important. I, I, don't, I don't know, like, because, like, you got to think, bro. Like, you have your own family. You're young. Like, it's a lot. Like, how could they be upset? It's like, yo, come over and have, yeah. like, basically mug off your family, come over, and it's, it's Christmas, bro. Yeah, like, and, and in a way, like, like going back with what you were saying like your your love or your, your sign is showing you know just spending time with them means like you care i'm not always like the loudest person in the room so when i went to their family events and they felt like i was being quiet i'm like me just being there is like a lot for me mm -hmm. you know what i mean no, so i felt no, like i was I putting that. in a ton of effort just being there Buddy. so i take it from somebody that knows you very well like mm. you just being there says like a lot because like what like dude like to get you away from even the gym is like almost impossible like <laughs> buddy between between the 20 showers you take a day and the, the 10 uh, times you're in the gym like i would be i'm i'm actually surprised that this was even a, a thought you know and it goes back to that so what about yeah. you but, uh, i don't have anything crazy about like christmas or whatnot but i had one ex who was too hungover because they went out the night before on my birthday. Oh. So he didn't even want to come to my birthday party. And so then my though. friends called him yelling at him and was like, this is messed up. Like, yeah. this is a big birthday too. Like Jack Brinkman summoned the YouTube channel. Just kidding. <laughs> like comment. No. Like okay, comment. so it doesn't matter. Yes, it was him. <laughs> Literally, I was end? bawling my eyes out. I was like, I've been dating you for years. And you're not coming out because you're too hungover. This is my birthday party. <laughs> like, so he didn't what? show up to your birthday party. Because he didn't he's show up over. until my like really close friends to this day were like, "This is like." Sorry, really because Dan's up. gonna box him this year. <laughs> yeah, but it was like begging for someone to be there on like the one day that's. What like, did your family and friends say about this? You could imagine yeah you could imagine because there it, that it wasn't like a one-time situation thing oh, this has happened multiple times it was like with little things like that that you would think like a birthday that. or like even valentine's day like he would do things only to put on camera do you ever like because obviously we just heard this story recently about us a uh, particular someone paying 
uh, $12,000 to attend a, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, Hall- party. A, a Halloween party because his girlfriend or his girl was saying that she had already made her costume and she was going anyways and yeah. he wasn't allowed to go to the party unless he bought a table. So the guy had to buy a table. Yeah. So about it? Uh, it goes back to what we were speaking about before. It's like, it's like a respect thing. Like if I said to you, like, for example, you were saying like he was too hungover to come to your birthday. But if I had yeah. said to him like, Hey, I don't think that you should be going out. You ain't going to no Halloween party without yeah. me because I have a birthday tomorrow um, or I want to spend time with you. You would it, think. It would just be a baseline level of like, well, if you can't go, then yeah. I can't go. Like, like I think that it goes back to like brick yeah. by brick. Like, for example, this particular person, rather than the girl saying, well, I already made um, my Halloween costume. I'm already going. All my friends are going. I'm so sorry that you can't go. You ain't going to a Halloween party without me. If I can't go, you yeah, ain't going. No, that's not. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And like the fact that she goes, well, the only way you can go is if you pay for the table. Thousands. Of um, it's nine thousand for the table, six thousand to pay whatever you owed them before. Um, so now you're like what fifteen thousand dollars to attend a two-hour party where that, mind you, I'm not even gonna remember because I'm gonna be so drunk. I don't. I don't know if that's exactly like me person me personally if i can't go to a party you're not going to a party simple as that like that i'm yeah. just gonna yeah. admit that i mean everybody's different i like, think that's a caring thing too if a guy like cares enough about you to be like listen like you're going to a party like people could say things make up lies this or that and it's halloween or like it's another party where you know things get messy things get twisted yeah, like, it's why even put yourself at risk like taking pictures of or like videos being taken up like i don't know i personally think it's a respect thing if a guy has the balls enough to be like hey like maybe you could do something else or like let's talk about this like i'm not comfortable with this like you can go if you want to but if like something comes about it like i'm not gonna like hear it out like i think that's exactly if you if you're if you're willing to put yourself at risk whether you go by yourself guy or girl and this person says that they hooked up with you Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to hear it because in my head, I'm like, you put yourself at risk. No, That's so like saying, I'm going to go jump off a bridge into a, a a swimming pool and I break my leg. It's like, I don't feel sorry for you because you understood the risk of doing that before going into it. So why do I even care to hear this but side out like when you put yourself in that situation? It also says numbers about the girl too, like their response to that. Yeah, if she's putting up like a huge fight, like too bad I'm going no matter what you say, it's like, yeah. right. well that relationship really isn't what, what you thought it or was. Or is yeah. it the girl that's like, okay, I understand some things are more important, like <laughs> like the end of subject, like I'm yeah, not like go. Go. Find, go find something, like if you want to go get drunk on Halloween, like you could get drunk with your boyfriend at home on Halloween and spend no money and then take that money and go travel and go do something actually productive and fun. I'm not dropping... I wouldn't even let somebody drop sixteen, fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. Right? Like, I mean, if you want to spend some money on me and spoil me, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but, like, just to be seen on a party? Yeah, just to be seen. Just to say you were there. Just to say you were there. Just you you spent all that money. That's, that's the epitome of what everybody says in any, like, social standing. is like, you don't ever... Like, stay in your wallet. Like, stay in your lane. Like, like I'd rather skip something and, like, have fun with the person I care about. Like, why are you spending your money trying to impress people you don't even really care about? That means yeah. absolutely nothing to you that you gain nothing from. Yeah. Do you think that missing that party 
you were going to miss out on anything? If it was a holiday party, if it was a Christmas party, Thanksgiving. I'd rather go on a trip with them. Are you missing anything when you wake up the next day and you get up? And you're not hungover. And you're not hungover. Are you really thinking like in mm -hmm. six months from now, am I going to be like, man, that was the, the project X of my life. Man, that was the greatest party ever. No, I'm there's so, always going to be another one. Oh, I'm so I'm glad that I pissed off my boyfriend. I pissed off my girlfriend. I'm in a dent in our relationship. For a party. Yeah. I, I let a two-hour party put an eternal dent in our relationship. Am I okay with that at the end of the day? Yeah. Absolutely not. So stupid. Absolutely not. So, so stupid. And I, I think it also transitions back into what we talk about, spending time around the holidays. Yeah. Am I going to put a permanent dent in this relationship because I bitched about somebody not coming over for Christmas dinner yeah. when they want to spend their family? Or I got you a goldfish and didn't want to show up to your birthday because I was hungover. Am I willing to put a dent in either one of those? For something that's so small that I can move on from, that I can continue to build in our relationship so that it doesn't become a question. Because you let that go five, six years from now, it's going to become the norm that now you're spending every holiday no, with them. And you don't even the think back. that's the big thing, too, is like if you don't stand up for yourself early on in a relationship, something becomes normal that you might not be comfortable with. Yeah. Like you're and, saying. And relationships aren't always perfect. Like a lot of it is compromise. You're not going to love is. absolutely everything about someone. Mm -hmm. I think as as at least I'm growing up, I'm realizing that I'm like, shit, I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. We got to exactly. be in the middle. Somewhere. Some things might really piss you off about your significant other. Yeah. But it's like the amount you put aside to like get around that difference shows how much you care for someone. But also if you compromise for something, that's like a really big thing, especially when it is something around the holidays, like baking cookies or like a stocking might just not be that to one person, but it might just like, who cares about that to another? Like, it's just another Christmas thing. Like, well, I throw it back to Dan too. And it's just like, buddy, like, um, when, when is it appropriate to like start dating? Yes. Going back to what I was saying before, I think it's okay. You could date somebody during the holidays. You can, if you want to get them a small gift, that's like completely on yeah. you. But, if you're on the receiving end of that gift, I don't think it's obligated that you have to do the same thing no, back. I want to exactly. make that perfectly clear. I don't think gift giving is completely optional. It's on you. It's not a mandatory thing. That's completely clear. I think baking cookies is fine. I think mm -hmm. that's completely clear. But I think like the real relationship building starts amongst you two. Mm -hmm. It doesn't start with, well, he invited me to his Christmas dinner. So now we must be pretty much very serious and we're dating now because mm -hmm. like everybody's different some people are like oh christmas not that big of a deal you can come have dinner and some people are okay with that yeah but i don't think that that puts a stamp in your relationship saying like hey because we spent christmas dinner together now so I'm what are you doing for new year's yeah what is your what is your opinion on like the new whole new year's kiss thing do you like is that a big thing or no um like you saying you have to have someone there or yeah like for example like i think like last year i was in australia and uh i'm not even gonna say this <laughs> i guess it doesn't matter but my friend josh who's a guy he fucking kissed me on the cheek and i was like i almost punched him like, i was like <laughs> you just kissed me bro and he was like bro i don't want to kiss any of these girls for new years you know it's like you gotta you gotta break that ice because yeah. in their head they're like whoever you kiss first on the year is like the staple yeah. is the point here's yeah. my thing i don't know i've been with someone during new year's too where like i was on a trip with them didn't get a new year's kiss but like i don't care about that 
Like, I think some girls take things yeah, very I seriously. I don't, personally don't care about that. I remember in, in high school, though, you'd be at a party and it'd be New Year's. And everyone, I thought it, I think like, it's the stupidest thing like, ever. Everyone's like, oh my God, are you going to kiss on New Year's? And it was a big thing then. I, I, I actually think it's like a high school thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think it means anything. Um, yeah. I mean, even like on my trip in Hawaii, like I remember I was did New Year's in Hawaii one year. And I was at the yeah. bar. There was probably like five or six girls that were just like, hey, kiss you on the cheek for the photo. I was like... <laughs> You're like whatever. Like okay, like if you want to stay, like that yeah, was your New Year's kiss, like 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 who cares? Whatever to me, it's like you know I get it. It means more to girls than it mm. does to guys. It does some girls. Most girls, it does. It's like a really big important thing. Me personally, I just don't care. Yeah. Like so, I'm touching so Be careful, guys. The, the mistletoes too on Christmas. Oh yeah, oh, watch out. For the keep your head up too when oh, you go in gosh. someone's house. You're gonna be yeah. surprised. I feel like some things are that. just better left in private. You Have know? you ever been caught under the mistletoe, Dan? <laughs> no. Oh, that's good. I was just thinking about that Justin Bieber track. You know that mistletoe. Oh song yeah, yeah. Oh, you know it. I don't know. It's no one. I'm not gonna sing I'm not for gonna you. Sing. Ah. <laughs> Good try. You already know I don't know words to songs. <laughs> That's why I just turn the music up really loud in the he car. Does. If I'm like coming along to a song or something, you blast it because you're like. Well, oh, Moses has been it. playing Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." Oh, I really didn't. Easily. No, not yet. This not is yet. her favorite. This is her favorite song. No. Like, what? The only person you spend your New Year's kiss is gonna be my bulldog Douglas and his smelly face. At this rate, it will be. <laughs> oh crap. Douglas will be like, okay, ready, oh, One thing I didn't want to say that was on my mind too about the holidays. When your family's putting up the Christmas lights, please remind them that after Christmas, like I'll give you till after New Year's, take those things down. Are you that, adding that him? Was, that was Is that a, towards him? No, no, but it was such a pet peeve thing of mine. I remember like driving around, it'd be like February, they still got their Christmas lights up. I'm like, guys, what is what what's is going, going on here? He didn't if take down his help, Christmas tree last year. Till that's February. that's crazy. Like, if you want some help, just like ring my ring my line, I'll come get him yeah. down for you. Yeah, no, no I keep Christmas trees up too. Even in my apartment last year, whenever I had it, or the year before. I kept my. You got a week. You got a week leniency after New Year's, and then it comes down. Bring that tree back down. You left yours up last year till like halfway. I took it down a week after when I got back from Australia. I took it down. Did you? Yeah, because Australia Australia is summertime over there. That's where I was at for Christmas. So I came back. It wasn't even like it was Christmas for me. I took that thing down, and uh, here's here's the thing about it is is like. uh some of these people who think like oh christmas lights are a winter thing it's not a winter thing buddy like you get to january january is like december's winter january is just cold it's yeah. rainy it's it's, it's yeah. ugly january you pretend to see You'll life clearly why this january yeah. if you got the snow and stuff we'll, we'll give you that excuse but as soon as that stuff clears guys yeah, yeah. february you put your evil eye and your pride aside with the fantasy of getting shut married. up shut up it's very scary we're not quoting Drake. <laughs> we're not you're not him you're just not empathy no and like you're speaking not. of him like dan and i run a lot of call of duty holiday season a lot of people are we're gamers right mw3 you're MW3. gamers mw3 all right listen all you kids that are like 150 talking crazy on Xbox, I want to just be very transplacent right now. Like I, I run, we run lobbies. A lot of you guys are like 150 pounds. Probably never even seen it, seen a girl on the holidays. Like, it's true. Like, listen, I'm gonna give you free game right here. One, don't talk tough on the internet and over a headset if you would never say it in person. Like that's what makes I you can't believe talk you're bringing this up right now. No, nah, I'm bringing it up because like I got a point to make. I got a point here. Mike. Mike. It is important. Like, it's important here because it's like some of these people that. You go on here and have these egos and like talking crazy over online internet. Like they might sound cool, but then when you see them in person, 
what Dan said it best like last summer. He goes, talking shit and asking for a photo is absolutely obscene. It's absolutely crazy. It's actually crazy. And and, and here's here's where I where I bridge it into to the podcast. It's like you want to stand on business on Xbox in the, in the search and destroy lobbies, but you can't even get a date for the holidays. But are you sipping cocoa with mom playing Xbox against me, buddy? Like. I'm gonna leave it at that. That's where I'm gonna leave okay, it. Okay, I, I think it's funny that you're talking. Strange you two are both talking about this. I don't know. There's some crazy lobbies running. Going crazy. Yeah, but we gotta let them know. It's true because that's the thing. I'm just like, how, how can they talk like this? And you know, you, I just hear it in them. It's like five foot eight. One. No, it's it's different though because like Daniel and I, we post online. That I we hear play. hypocrite. Daniel, no, we're not being hypocrites because Daniel and I, we post online that we like they know are my yeah, gamer tag. Yeah, they yeah. can see it. it's our name, it's literally true. our Xbox. My Xbox name is literally my name. How many lives we've been in where they know who we are? They're yeah. pulling up our social medias. They're looking at us. They don't. You you need to change yours. Too. No, they I know. Have, they, I have they my gamer game, tag as per, it's Profeto, but oh, mid shooter. If you guys don't know, but you like, know but like every post I see, like they just scroll my Instagram. They see Daniel. I I don't say mid like mid shooters is Xbox, but I don't say mid shooter in the lobby. I'm like, Dan, do you see this over here? Unmute mid shooter. They yeah, unmute mid shooter. <laughs> the band already gone. But like what I'm saying, like I know this is like repetitive, but what I'm saying is it's like it's not the same because people know what we look like and they know that we would say that in person but you got these kids that are 170 pounds behind a mic saying like yeah if i saw you chase i'd box you if i saw okay, you chase yeah, yeah. like no, i'd be on I, love I island that. yeah i'm not even on love island bro like you don't know you know shit you're talking on the internet because you know who i am and i'm talking back to you i'm not hiding behind the internet no, no. like that's where i'm at like we say you're 150 pounds soaking wet bro like talking crazy about an xbox i'm standing right here you know who i, I am i'm being guys. very transplacent I but have... you're hiding behind your game i don't see anybody dropping how many times have i yelled my address out on xbox pull up yeah you need to stop <laughs> doing that we've been dropping that a lot all i'm saying is like if I, if if i'm gonna stand on business i'm standing on business and like that transitions into life, into the holidays. Like if you're gonna say like, yeah, I'm big and bad. Like I would never uh, uh, go to the movies with this girl. I would never post this girl online. But then I, I'm walking by and I'm seeing you holding hands with Shorty, drinking cocoa, looking at lights, talking about what we're gonna do in the future. And you selling a dream, little bro. Like I hate to break it to you. Like you ain't standing on business. I've just heard you guys you. sound like little five year olds on the kid. Fuck them. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Oh Fuck my em. goodness, you guys are wild. Absolutely wild. <laughs> But are you guys ready for my little segment? Yeah, transition again. Oh, it was Dan's turn to transition. Dan, go ahead and transition us into Moses' segment. You say, uh, and now we're passing it to Moses. And now we're passing it to Moses. <laughs> okay, just because you have to be petty. <laughs> I guess I'm the only one not okay, transitioning to Moses. So today we are reading some relationship confessions for our little segment of In the DMs because we like to hear your guys' tea. I love when you guys message what's happening your confessions and everything like that because we get some very very juicy ones so this one is actually a really good question kind of for you guys she says i'm typically not a jealous person guys can go out for a boys night at clubs and bars and whatever but i can't lie it bothers me that he goes to the strip club it's not a frequent thing he went last weekend but last time before that it was like three months ago i just don't understand it what's the point Okay, I'm gonna just tell a story real quick right here. Okay, this is my story with the strip club. Don't think strip clubs are bad. Like whatever. Like 
what's the difference between going to a strip club and not like you don't have to like be touched by the strippers like i am anybody who knows me does i don't like being touched like especially by like if you're a stripper you're probably like a little bit sweaty been dancing your work and whatever but what's the difference between going to a strip club and being on instagram and looking at, at bathing suits like there's literally no difference and if you're going with your boys you're at the strip club whatever you don't there's a difference between going there and just like observing hanging out having drinks with the boys and going there, and now you're in the back room. Yeah, like that's it's not different the same. if you're throwing some cash. I, I would take my I would take my girlfriend to a strip club. Like yeah. it's not it doesn't have to be like for example like Club Eleven in Miami is a prime example of this. Anybody's been to Eleven? It's a performance. They do shows. They do they got food. They got drinks. Like what's the difference between that and and now you're you're at a regular club basically? Yeah. Like girls nowadays walk around in lingerie anyways. And my story with the strip club is there's one time I went to a strip club went down there you don't really understand the language is in a foreign country and you go down there and the strippers are like hounding you to like you know spend money this and that and you're not really in the space to do that and then you go to the bar with your boys and you're trying to order a drink and the strippers in your ear screaming in a romanian accent saying like can i get a drink too and you're like sure i will buy you a drink and then she yells something you know romanian to the bartender and pretty soon you have a 300 dollars bill in front of you and you're confused at what happened and it turns out that it's code word in this strip club that if you buy one of the strippers a drink you're actually paying for a dance and they charge you for the dance without you even speaking the language this is by experience this is by experience and so uh, you get swiped for 300 euros yeah you're damn right it's by experience <laughs> yeah. was, was and i was crazy. heated i was absolutely yeah. heated i never heard this story oh i was cheesed i was cheesed you go to a Which strip then club what happened you, were we, you just like no don't touch me you go okay so basically what happened was we we were going to the strip club Mm-hmm. with like all the boys we went down there like, we go to the bathroom we use the bathroom we come out and there's just all waiting around basically outside the bathroom to talk to you like normal strip club you're just like not really like hey like we just got here like everybody like breathe you can't even walk in the door almost because like you're trying to like walk through a crowd of, of these girls that are just like grabbing you instantly and it's, not, it's not one girl it's two it's, it's like it's always two it's always yeah. two they're trying to separate you from your friends so they can kind of gang up on you and at the time you're i'm really just not like like i just haven't even got into the door all the way mm-hmm. i go straight over to the bar order a drink yo you want a drink sure bring me a drink whatever go to give one of the boy in my left or my right ear i got this stripper stre- screaming in a romanian accent like it comes off very aggressive anyways like can you get me a drink can you get me a drink at this point like i can't even get in the door they're all grabbing me i'm trying to get them a drink just get away from me kids drink like have a great night i'm gonna go sit at my table and be fine and so i go sure you want a shot i will get you a shot also whatever i'm already getting shots cool can i get an extra one for this girl she screams to the bartender who doesn't speak english and some romanian whatever and he gets her a drink gives him the drink whatever next thing i know uh they're like okay come with us come with us you get a dance if you if you buy the drink and i go I don't want the dance. I just want to get the drink. It's fine. I don't want the dance. No, come, come. No, 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 no. I don't. So you got stuck with it? No. Let me tell you. So I, so like, I was tap. I paid for it. Like in my head, I'm like, whatever. It's probably going to be a super inflated drink, anyways. I'm probably paying like for three shots. I'm probably going to pay around like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like whatever. I can expect that. Like that's a lot. It's inflated for three yeah, shots of alcohol. Uh, okay, whatever. Tap on it. Don't really think about it. Uh, they're trying to pull me for a dance or whatever, and I'm like, I don't want the dance. I don't want this. Right. And then uh i'm like i'm gonna go talk to my friend i move away and my friend's getting screamed at by another romanian person and he's like i'm not paying 300 euros like what the hell you mean like i'm just trying to get you a shot 
And I go, what are you talking about? And I open, look at my phone on the tap bin, and I got charged 300 euros. And I'm asking the bartender, like, why am I getting charged 300 euros? And the bartender's going, doesn't, pretends he doesn't speak English all of a sudden, but he knows what's going on because you could tell this isn't the first time that these girls have done this because as soon as I started complaining about it, all the girls came over and they're like, you're in a strip club. You're supposed to be spending money. What did you think? Blah, blah, blah. We're working. You're in a strip club. And they try to separate you from your friend so that there's three of them like basically ganging up on you. And at that point, you're like, get out of my face. You're screaming in an aggressive-ass so Romanian accent. Like, yes, bye. we left. After you got robbed at like the $300. Which is like 350 USD. Well, USD. So we get outside and there's two like these other suckers walking in. They don't even know what they expect. I'm like, like yo, bro, make sure that you pay attention to the menu because those girls out there will try to talk to you in a language. If you speak Spanish, they're going to talk in Romanian. If you speak in Romanian, they're going to talk in English. If you talk in English, they're going to talk in Spanish. They're going to try to speak the language that you don't speak. They're going to try to get your wallet out of you. You're not getting anything out of that. And mind you, just to keep in mind, a whole bottle in that club would have been 180 euros. So for the three shots, when I looked at it, yeah, it was a, it's a, it's a total scam. And then they tell you that there's transportation back to the other place that you're at. No, they just drop you off in the car, leaves, and doesn't comes back and gets you. So then you have to pay for your taxi to get out of there. So it was like a whole whole mess. Yeah. So. So back to the strip club situation. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't awesome. really matter. Moral of the story is just be careful in the strip clubs. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Go have fun, but be yeah. careful. I don't, yeah, I don't think it matters too much. I don't think it matters. It's like, I don't know. It's like liking another girl's Instagram picture. You're just mm. freaking, who cares? Okay, next one though. This is like an interesting situation. I've been dating a woman for three months now. Things are going really great. We share some of the same likes and interests, but one thing is really odd. Whenever we're out, she insists on paying for everything. It's always her treat. She's really persistent and skilled in both, not having it any other way and turning down all conversations about it. I've been trying to address this several times, but she will always smile and smiled away and asked me not to have this conversation apart from that we can talk about anything to my knowledge she works in an office hasn't won the lottery or anything next week she really wants to go to a pricey restaurant i told her only if i can pay she just laughs laughs and asked me not to be silly i told her that i have money but she just smiles and says she knows she even kissed me and initiated something yesterday so i stopped arguing but i don't know how to bring it up well, first things first, uh, give me her name and her number. Yeah, <laughs> no. hey, uh, free, um, free. Well, that's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, honestly. I wonder the age wonder, difference. They yeah. didn't say anything about that. Maybe she's though. like a sugar mama. Uh, maybe there's an age that's gap. That's what I'm I was not too thinking. Because sure, it's not normal. It goes yeah. back to what I was saying earlier too. It's like if they do really well and the other person's just doing kind of well, like, like I said, what's twenty dollars to somebody that makes a billion dollars? What's twenty dollars to make somebody that makes a hundred bucks? You know what I mean? Facts. So if, she might subconsciously not be trying to be like, hey, you're you might be fine but like like i'm a little bit more fine so like yeah. this to me is nothing so i'd rather just take care of this and then when something more significant happens like you could feel better about paying for it essentially yeah i think no that makes sense sir yeah three months is still pretty fresh but hey look i'll take all the free stuff like girls if you watching this and you want to spoil me she there's a new apple headset coming out you know what i mean are you trying to drop hints madden black friday sale gymshark jail today this is not an ad i spent 500 dollars there today so uh yeah ladies um spoil me <laughs> oh my goodness okay next one my ex and I dated for a year and a half, then he broke it off, and I suffered mentally because of the breakup. After eight months, he reached out again and started putting in effort. But however, during that time, I started talking to a new guy. 
before my ex came back. The new guy is a walking green flag. Super sweet. The problem is I still think I have feelings for my ex and I think I could work it out with him. Although my friends are warning me against it. I don't want to string along the new guy because that's not fair and I can't even let go of my ex. I was so emotionally attached to him. I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you take this one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this is a tricky one for sure. Um, I'm assuming like, you you know, you, you got to be honest with yourself and understand your feelings. So I, I wouldn't really listen to outside opinions. It's okay to listen to your friends for advice or whatever, but you need to be honest with yourself. You go after what you want. I don't really care what other people think, um, but definitely have like your guard up. You know, there's a reason why you guys ended. He's coming back. It usually happens that way. Um, but obviously you need to be more strict now. If you want to give him another chance, why not? But you know, you need to look out for what happened last time, make sure it doesn't happen again. And it doesn't hurt giving someone another chance if that's what, you know, your heart desires and you believe it's going to work. Um, but definitely have your guard up and, and go super, super slow and be honest with the other dude because it's not really fair to him if he's, you know, thinking something that it's not and you have feelings for someone else. So mm -hmm. that's just my take on it. Perfect. No, I agree. I never talk to exes. I don't think that's smart. I don't think it's good. You ended for a reason. That's all. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the number one podcast in the world. Make sure you guys turn on those post notifications, subscribe to the channel, like all of this great stuff. I'm your host, Chase Damore. And Gabrielle Moses. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.